Hello and welcome to episode three of the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast. So the Pioneers are three and seven if you're listening right now. Um, we're recording this on Wednesday, February 27th, 26th, I believe. 27th, yeah, no, I'm sorry, 27th. Um, and the team will be heading off to Roan this Friday. Um, not really certain on which time uh, the guys will be leaving, but um, I myself will be driving up toward, uh, well, actually down towards Chattanooga to watch the basketball team play. And um, they have their first uh, game on Friday. And hopefully, if they win, they don't play till Sunday. But unfortunately, if the basketball teams do win, I can't go to both games. I can't uh, be at both basketball and baseball and softball over the weekend, which is unfortunate. But um, hopefully, uh, I would like to see both. Not saying that I would like to see the basketball teams lose, per se. Um, But we'll see what happens. Um, So today on the show, I'm going to end up having uh, Justin St. Amore, shortstop, and starting pitcher, Corey Wilson, uh, both of which are guys that I've been uh, doing pretty well this season, and uh, they've already made their first appearance in an article online as well from an interview in Florida. Uh, got to talk to them for just a little bit. Um, great guys. Um, overall, if you get to know any of the players, they're great guys. They're freshmen this year. Um, Corey's from uh, Memphis, and uh, I mean, it's, it's great to see that we have another Riverdale prospect like Chase Douglas, a product uh, of last season re- recruit Justin. So Justin joined us from uh, Riverdale High School. So I'm excited to see what they have uh, in store for the Pioneers this season. Uh, we're going to go ahead and hop into our first little uh, segment break. We'll hear less of me talk this episode. I have uh, long introductions in the past couple of episodes. So Uh, We'll hop into this first bit of music, and we'll listen to our first interview with Justin St. Amour and Corey Wilson. Welcome back to the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This is episode three. Uh, I'm sitting here in the athletic building with Justin and Corey. Uh, Guys, just starting us off, how do you feel about uh, this season so far? Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, It's been a rough start. I mean, we played some very good competition. Um, I don't know if anybody really expected uh, to play teams that good, but I think it's been good for us because in the long run, um, it's just gonna help. It's gonna do nothing but help us, you know. Um, hopefully, the teams in our conference aren't aren't as good as what we've been seeing. But I mean, as at least we're prepared for it, so that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Corey, it's been pretty good. It's I I think that the direction we're going in right now is is pretty good. We uh we had some hiccups at the beginning, first couple games, but that's typical. Early in the year, playing the best competition out there. I feel like we're going the right direction right now, and if we keep on going, we're definitely going to make a uh, big jump for the, the tournament then. Yeah, absolutely. So getting us a little bit started on figuring out where you guys are from and things like that, just a little bio. So uh, give me a little background on just where you guys are from. I've already said like what cities you were from, basically, and what high schools you've gone to for the most part. Um, but and I would just kind of give me an intro on where you're from and how you got into baseball, just the game of that in general. Um, well, like you said, I'm from Murfreesboro. I went to Riverdale High School. 
Um, I've been playing baseball, I guess, ever since I, I could. Four, four years old, I guess. I've played just about anything, but um, I stuck with baseball from middle school on. That's the only thing I played. Um, yeah. Mm. Corey, how about you? Yeah, like, like you said, I'm from Germantown. It's right outside Memphis. I went to Houston. I played baseball. So I started baseball like three. Growing up, I played all three sports, baseball, basketball, and football, and stopped that going into high school. got a little more. I got more serious with baseball, and it's it was definitely – I say I wasn't as serious when I was younger. Then I realized, like high school, like you get, you're not gonna move on to the next level without being serious. Mm-hmm. That's where, that's where I really clicked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this the last time I talked to both of you guys, it was in Florida. I was just hanging out, like in the hotel. I was for the article was after playing. I believe Chattahoochee was after your first appearance, Corey. Um, so just in general, I just kind of want to know if you guys are open to share. But how has the school life been since Florida and how has life been on the baseball field, just maybe at practice and working out and things like that? I mean, it's been all right. We've had, after a big loss, or you could you could tell there's definitely, like, some, you can tell there's been a loss, like, people were down a little bit, but I feel like we're reacting a lot better now than we were the first couple games of the season when things didn't go our way, and I feel like if we just keep ha- having positive attitudes, we're, that'll eventually uh, turn our way, and... I think that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What do you think, Justin? Like Corey said, I think uh, we definitely improved the attitude wise uh, after like a loss or something like that. Um, with school life, I'd say I'd say most people are doing well. Um, it's definitely tough. Well, us being freshmen, it's been tough kind of acclimating from high school to college and um, studying, um, <laughs> trying to work in everything with baseball. I mean, it's there. It's long days. They're rough. Um, you really have to manage your time well and that's something that I think the first semester I struggled with and I'm sure other guys did too as well so mm-hmm. so would it be fair to say kind of going off of what you said about studying and things like that how important has it been to keep the study hours that you guys have to have done by the end of the week how how important has that been and how how important has it been as a part of your life like maybe just academically wise it definitely helps us like if we didn't have those five hours every week or four hours every week that it would definitely be a lot harder to get stuff done and kind of make makes makes the team push to do better in the classroom so you get you have to get your five hours in which while you're in there it's if you're gonna have be in there you might as well do your stuff and that's when you can get the most stuff done it's, it's quiet everyone's around you that wants to help teachers help you write papers and everything so it's pretty good it's a good environment to uh help us get our stuff done especially for athletes who struggle some with certain subjects and areas. Yeah, absolutely, Justin. How do you think that's benefited you maybe? Because you said it was a struggle for you to start off in the yeah. moving on from high school to college. For a lot of people, it usually is that way. But for you, just how has that really changed your study habits? I think it's definitely been beneficial. I mean, you go in there, there's not really many distractions. So like Corey said, I mean, you're just going to naturally, I guess, try and get your homework done. Um and once you leave there, you can kind of be feel good about yourself and know that you, you got your schoolwork done and you don't got to worry about that when you go home. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing because, I mean, there's there's so much stress, I guess, and, I mean, whenever that stress is relieved, I mean, it feels good. So. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, so you guys are 3-7, and seven, as I've already said. Um, I mean, just this has been being recorded before you guys go to Roan, so you still sit at that same record. So 
Um, I already kind of asked about the team state uh, already, but um, how do you guys feel the team's energy is right now, and do you guys feel prepared for this first conference series? I think we're pretty good as a team right now, and I think we're definitely prepared because we've been seeing the best arms out there in the country right now, and I feel like especially since we've we've shown flashes of life and fight and definitely got a couple wins against top-ranked teams, I feel like we're definitely prepared for um, conference play starting to run Friday. And I feel like since we played those hard, uh, those tough teams in the beginning, when, when we do see uh, tough pitching later on in the road, it's just going to be like muscle memory seeing all of that. We pretty much saw in the beginning of the season, so we're going to be prepared for that. Sure, absolutely. Justin? Yeah, I think we're definitely prepared based on what Corey said. I mean, we've seen some of the best competition. Um, that's, like I said before, it's been nothing but benefit us um, in the long run. Just seeing all those kind of arms, uh, those, those bats, I mean, it's just – it's been an eye-opener for me personally just seeing those kind of teams um, and those arms. So, yeah, I mean, in the energy, um, it's been there. Like, of course, there's been some flashes. Uh, like I said, against Parkland, we had that first game when we came out and had played one probably one of our best games of the year. And then uh, I guess the energy kind of died down after that. And, I mean, that's what we I think we need to work on is just keeping that same energy throughout those long doubleheader days. So. Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, and kind of like hitting off what you said just at, just at that very end of that sentence. So how would you necessarily want to keep the same energy, Sam? Like, what does that look like? Um, I mean, at coming, I mean, you got a doubleheader and you win that first game, I guess some, some pressure is relieved, but, I mean, I think you just got to have the same mindset as you had the first game. You know, uh, just because you won the first one doesn't mean by any means you're going to win the second one. So you just you still got to have the same mindset as you had walking in those gates to mm-hmm. prepare for the first game, so. Absolutely. Do you have anything to add on that, Corey? No, Justin covered it pretty well. The only thing I got to add is that I feel like as a team, we've once we, if we when we come together as a team, you can definitely tell like that we're gonna dominate the day. Like part when we started out the game, high intensity, high high just high life as a team, and everyone was excited to be there. In the second game, it just didn't feel that way from the first pitch on. Like first pitch on, you could tell there was kind of the energy died down a little bit and that's you can definitely tell when energy dies down because then people start getting down on themselves and the team mm-hmm. and that definitely falls down very quick yeah absolutely so this is another question for you Corey um you're one and two now you got you're, you have your first win on the lighter note of getting blown out the second game against uh I mean just that wasn't as it wasn't as great but your first win does come against Parkland and then the next game like we've already mentioned it was a run rule game um, but how does that first win, how does, like, what does that do for you? Like, how do you feel about getting your first win after getting two starts and not winning? Just kind of want to hear your uh, thoughts and emotions on your first win. I'd say it definitely relieved some, uh, some pressure because I was, I was searching for that first win in the first, uh, first outing was against number seven ranked team. Second outing was against number one ranked team. So it's definitely had some pressure to get the first win and just thankfully I got against Parkland team. The hitters helped me definitely. They helped me get that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, after hitting your bomb in Florida at the at your very first college at bat, uh, want to have that there as a sidebar too. Um, so now you have twelve strikeouts, twenty one at bats. You're a little over fifty percent hitting right now. Uh, I just kind of want to hear your thoughts based on that. I kind of looked up these stats earlier. I just I wanted to throw this little part together just to hear your thoughts on that. Batting has been maybe not not calling you out here, just saying. 
that it's been about over half the time you usually get on base. Um, just kind of want to hear your thoughts on that. Maybe something that you'll do to, to just maybe like change up your game some. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely struggled after that uh, those first couple games in Florida. Uh, I mean, some of it might have got to my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to go in the game, uh, I mean, every day the same way, have the same mindset. Um, I might have been pressing a little too hard, um, trying to play too good, if that makes any sense. Uh, sure. I feel like now I just got to – I mean, this might be my last two years of baseball, I never know, so I just feel like I need to go out there and have fun and mm-hmm. just give them all and have fun. And when I do that, good things normally happen, so that's going to be my approach from here on out. I got you. Yeah, and like I said, not trying to call you out. I just wanted, yeah. to, I just wanted to see your perspective there. And kind of a sub-question on that, too. You told me that uh, you weren't exactly 100% when you hit your home run. So where mm-hmm. do you feel at now? Like, I'm not sure if you're still struggling with anything, even like a little bit, just what's going on for you. Uh, my, my my hamstring was uh, – I was just coming off a hamstring injury in Florida, and it's it's pretty it's pretty much 100% now. Um, I, be, I feel good, um, a lot healthier than I was, which is good, and – now the thing is just stay healthy all year long because, I mean, injuries suck. And even if those won't occur, then, I mean, I just got to push through it. But mm-hmm. right now, uh, I'm just going to try to stay healthy. Absolutely. That's that's very fair to say. Um, Corey, when you're on your game, I kind of want to know about this. Just explain it the best way you possibly can. You don't have a baseball in your hand right now. But um, what kind of pitch or pitches usually are working best for you when you're on your game and why is that? When I'm on my game, my best pitches usually come off my fastball because uh, if I have my fastball working upper 80s, then usually I can throw in a changeup or hard slider away. Hard slider usually is my go-to if my, if my game's on, and I'll get them to chase on that outside, start it outside, draw them away, get an easy uh, strikeout right there. And it's just if all my pitches are working, then I, I feel – Amazing the bullpen. Like it, I can usually tell in the bullpen if I have two, three pitches, four pitches. But I, uh, I'd say, on like a, my first, my last outing, I didn't have all my. I had one pit or two pitches, my uh, slider and my fastball, and they. Um, I just battled pretty much on the mound to get it done because I had the first two starts. I had. I had all my pitches and they were they were hitting them pretty good, but definitely I didn't have all my stuff at Parkland and still managed to come out with a uh, on top. Yeah. Um, so Justin, I'm gonna hop over to you, then hop back over to you about a certain pitch that you throw. So, when a pitcher is on his game, let's say it's against him, maybe he was in the fall. How hard is it to hit someone that's on their game? Uh, I think when somebody's got a good off-speed pitch, it's definitely tough. Um, in that situation, I'm I'm looking for fastball. I mean, I'm looking for a fastball to the plate. I'm gonna try to hit it early in the count because I don't want to get that all speed pitch. I don't want to get to Corey's Corey slider down in the count because I mean it's not gonna be good for me. So if I see a fastball over the plate, I'm definitely gonna take a hack at it. Yeah, absolutely. So now hopping back over to you, um, again maybe simpler terms than what you just even said. Um, so that certain pitch that you have. It's very hard to explain. I've asked pitchers how they how they throw certain pitches, but how would you explain maybe the maybe just your certain like hand spot on the ball? Or how how would you throw that certain pitch that you say that works for you well? I usually on my slider, I'll grip the um, outer scene, the horseshoe, and I'll let my thumb rest on the scene, which allows me to get a little side snap on it. Mm-hmm. I don't change anything up. Try to keep it just like my fastball and just follow through. And make it 
pretty much the same arm path, everything, make it look identical as my fastball, and that usually that usually does pretty well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hearing both of the aspects from the hitting perspective <coughs> and the pitching one, um, so now we're going to transition into this part of the interview where I'm going to ask you about Ball State. So how did you guys hear about this school? I already mentioned that you heard from Chase, and he was a good example of mm-hmm. trying to speak light into that uh, world for you to, to come here, but you can speak more on that too even, but even for you, Corey, you're from Memphis. So how did you guys hear about Ball State, and why did you choose this school? Uh, my senior year, beginning of the year, um, my coach was in contact with Coach Hunt, and he asked me, has I ever uh, heard of Volunteer State? And I, I've never heard of Volunteer State until then. And I kept, I was I was pretty interested in it at first, and um, I'd say what really got me was uh, Ryan Horn, he plays here, and he was in my same district. We always, we were good friends in high school, and he um, he contacted me and was asking what I would be interested in all that. And that really kind of opened my eyes because I, I didn't think anyone I knew would be here at all. So I ended up getting in contact with Coach Hunt, and that's how I ended up coming here, coming on a visit in the summer because I didn't commit till late, late, late summer. Mm-hmm. And that's how um, that's how Horn, Horn pretty much sealed the deal for that one. Sure, He helped sure. me on that one. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. So um, in your visit, what – sort of necessarily like maybe turned you on to maybe like be like hey this is a cool school and I'd even like recommend it towards other players as well I'd say a big thing was having a uh, personal trainer here on campus for home games and everything which that honestly going through Tommy John earlier in my career just like puts some some reassurance in that if I do have any problems with injuries that I'll get taken care of here unlike other some other JUCOs in the conference we don't have a we don't have the perks of having a uh athletic trainer there yeah absolutely um justin so you ended up coming here from riverdale so i already i've already said that maybe chase was a huge factor for you but maybe speaking aside from that you can share a little bit about what he's told you maybe about this school but what really turned your head towards ball state um like you said doug had a uh, big influence on me and said some great things about coach hunt um some other things didn't work out some other schools had a couple of injuries here and there and uh yeah, this school stood out because I mean it was it's an hour away from home, so I get to move out for college, but it's also close enough for me to go home whenever, really whenever I want, and um, I really like that part because whenever I got free time, I always like to be be at home with my family. So um, that was that's a definitely a huge part, and uh, like Corey said with the trainer, you know I've suffered from some injuries as well, and you know the, the trainer here is awesome, and I mean he just he does a great job for everybody, and so that's uh, definitely really beneficial for us. Yeah, so shout out to Justin. Um, he's a, he's been a great trainer. He's usually a guy that I go to, to ask questions. Uh, I've had issues with my knee after having ACL surgery in high school. I still I've, I've still like asked him questions, and he's been very beneficial to what I should be doing and how to ice it and things like that. He's very cool. So if you're a prospect listening, we do have a great great uh, trainer, and uh, definitely would take advantage of at least a visit. Um, so. Now hopping into a different aspect as well. So, guys, what is perhaps um, your favorite thing to do pregame and what's unique maybe about yourself prepping for just one game? <laughs> well, usually uh, I usually get a uh, – me and my friend Justin will usually play a nice hockey game before having a home series or something. 
But uh, that's before we get to the field. But I usually like to just be loose if I'm pitching the day of, get in the locker room, playing some music, just dancing around, having fun. Just don't want to press at all. Don't want to get any, just pretty much anything, any negative thoughts in my mind. Just, just want to go through the day as any other day, but just know that something's on the line that day. Sure. What did you mean by the hockey game part? Are you, are you talking about video games? Yeah, we'll play a little video game just to see who has the higher leg that day. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I usually, I, I usually I, get him on that. Okay. <laughs> so, aside from the hockey game. <laughs> I got something to say about that. Okay, all right. What you got to say? Well, that? Corey has yet to beat me in NHL 19, so I feel like everybody <laughs> should know that. It's not It's not nice to lie on a podcast. <laughs> well, I've actually challenged Chaley, and nobody has accepted my challenge yet, so... Ooh. Okay. I'll accept it. Just, I'll accept just, it. Just gonna throw that out there for you guys. Okay. So now hopping into your aspect of it, what do you do that's maybe unique compared to some other guys pregame wise? Um, I just like to get here pretty early. Uh, actually, really early. Um, I don't like to be rushed or anything. I don't like to be rushed, changing or whatever. I like to get here and uh, just get my mind right. Um, maybe take a couple swings in the cage. Um, listen to music like you said, but I think the main thing for sure is just getting here really early. So Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything in certain that you like to listen to? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely listen to rap. Okay. Um, for sure. Any, mean, it just kinda gets me hyped up. Is there any one song that you've been listening to a lot lately? Uh I've been listening to Offset's new album. Okay. Some new album, yeah. And I'm okay. I'm a pretty big future guy too, so Okay. Cool. Corey, is there anything for you that you like listening to? Maybe just one song, too? I've been listening to uh, a lot of Envy Me. That song's pretty, has got me going in pregame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I'd say I'd add in on one other thing with pregame. I, I like to get it really early, like he said. And it's pretty much, I'd go to Justin, our athletic trainer, and he'd take me through every stretch with hips, series, legs, hamstring, shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably do about 30, 40 minutes of that, just getting stretched out. I like to feel as loose as I can. Yeah, absolutely. So now that two of you have said, and I believe some other guys I've talked to too, they like to get here early too. So how many guys actually show up early? About most of the team. Really? <laughs> if we said show up at 12 o'clock for a two, uh, 2 o'clock game, we're probably going to be here at 10, 45, 11, right about an hour early. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, so... What is the idea or plan, game plan, anything that's in that kind of category? What's the plan against the series versus Roan? <laughs> I'd say we're just trying to go in there with the level head, not overlook anyone because other. Uh, I've I've heard last year they didn't have the season they wanted, and we're not having the season we want right now, so that doesn't mean anything. First conference weekend, so I think we need to go in there level headed, don't overlook anyone, just play to our max potential and. I think it'll be will be good if we do that. Cool. Before I hear your thought from Justin, Corey, if you do get a start this weekend, how dire is it that you stay ahead and counts and make sure that they see these pitches that they won't be able to hit? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's it's very vital to uh, to get ahead in the count because when I get ahead in the count, it makes it very very tough for the hitter because I it makes me feel in control of the count and I don't like being behind in the count because then you they have a uh, better chance of knowing what's coming. Mm-hmm. So if you keep them off balance, pretty much reverse psychology, then it should uh, it should work out for this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So Justin, give me your whatever you've heard this weekend. 
maybe even something that Coach Hunt said following the big loss, maybe something that he wants to see change from the team, just what what's the game plan going into the first series? Kind of like what Corey said, um, just not overlooking them because uh, we've we've overlooked a team before and it didn't didn't uh, end, end how we wanted, so I feel like we got to go into every game thinking we're playing the uh, top teams in the nation like we did against Chattahoochee Valley and Parkland. So I think if we do that, um, keep the energy up, then we'll be we'll be in good shape because, I mean, the talent's there. I mean, we've got guys that can make it happen. It's just the little things that are it's gonna, it's, it's what's going to set us back. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with that aspect. So uh, you can uh, follow the team on Twitter at VSCC Pioneers uh, BSB. Uh, we'll have live updates and tweets there. We should have a couple of, uh, if I actually make it on this trip, I should have a couple of interviews, uh, perhaps even some live stream interviews in the hotel. Probably not anywhere on campus at Rome because they probably won't have a place for us. Um, but guys, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. It's episode three, so it's very early to have at least two guests on. So, I mean, you guys have practice in about 25 minutes give or take so just thanks for giving up your free time before practice i know you're already ready to go justin you're already dressed like i guess you said you really like being early Corey's got to get dressed still so gotta get stretched out yeah so i appreciate you guys coming in for sure do you guys have any final remarks based on the season or anything like that before you guys if you have another like appearance on the shows or anything else that you want to say any last remarks like you know anything <laughs> go, go nears <laughs> All right, well, we'll take a little break real quick, and thanks for listening to our interview with Corey and Justin. All right, welcome back to the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This has been episode three. We have just talked with Justin St. Amore and Corey Wilson, two great guys that I've gotten to know so far this season. Um, And I'm actually, just to share this, I'm actually uh, chilling out outside uh, towards the end of this podcast. It turned out to be a beautiful day um, and what else to take advantage of, and I love it. It's something that I'm looking forward to, especially when it time, especially when it comes time to uh, watching baseball even more and more this season. Um, I'm excited for that, and hopefully we can see a lot of this great weather coming up early. I know, like I said, I hope so. Um, so yeah, the team is going to be heading off to Roan. If you're listening to this on Thursday, um, the day before the guys head out on the road trip. Uh, they should be heading out Friday morning. Um, I'm not sure exactly when. I would assume probably pretty early because they'll be traveling with the softball team as well. So um, I'd say give or take about 8 o'clock in the morning or so, they would be heading out toward uh, the Knoxville area. So I myself, like I said, I will refer to this one more time. I will be heading off to um, Cleveland, Tennessee, which is pretty much Chattanooga. Um, It's about two hours south of here and i always have had a nice time in that city it's very beautiful it's a nice drive uh, very mountainous very green um, and i'm looking forward to that drive and hopefully uh, i will get to see a couple more wins for the basketball team this season Um, 
as a result of driving down there. So uh, always great things to report. I'm looking forward to it. I'm very excited to get conference play started. Uh, the team last year, um, I'm not going to speak too much on last year, uh, but I will say that the Volunteer State Pioneers, uh, after they started their season last year on a little slump like so now, uh, they went on a 12-game winning streak. So not to get anybody's hopes up, but I anticipate seeing a great series at Roan, and who knows, it's baseball, anything can happen. So I'm excited, very, very excited and uh, hopefully we'll see more home runs, more big plays, and hopefully we see guys like Corey Wilson really t take his next step uh, on this team. There's tons of pitching chances. Um, I know that Dalton Heath still isn't getting the necessary looks that he necessarily wants. Um, it's been a tough past two starts for him. Um, so hopefully we see him rise up out of the ash, out of what's happened so far. Um, and hopefully we see Brett Wilkins, <clears throat> excuse me, hopefully we see Brett Wilkins uh, step up as well. Uh, I'd be interested to see him step up as well. Uh, I definitely see him being a factor in the pitching staff this season as well. Also, I would just want to keep adding on Preston Burnett, shout out too. Uh, he's done fantastic and he's done nothing short of great. Um, he got the save uh, the other day when Corey got his first win of the season. So kudos to him for finishing off the game in the right fashion. So uh, that's when we that's when we won four to three. So I'm excited to see what the Pioneers have in store. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in for this latest episode, um, and hopefully we'll keep it about the same. I'm very interested in uh, the editing process and such like that. So um, like I said. Uh, I appreciate all the support that I can get and all the listeners that like listening to this. Uh, thanks for listening and stay tuned for more live Pioneer action.